Friends, have you been waiting to know what the 2023 home design and decor trends are for the year? I've been waiting. I've been super curious. And I have to say, I'm a little disappointed. I am. Because what I found in all of my research was that there was a lot of contradiction. A lot. (laughs) So much that I had a hard time finding the common denominator between really any of them. So today, I might be a walking contradiction. Tomorrow, you might see all of these walking contradictions reflected back at us on all the pretty Instagram pictures, on all the pretty Pinterest pictures, in the the magazines that grace our doorsteps, and all the places. But I am going to weigh in on what it is I think is going to stay, what is on its way out, and what we might expect, and how sad we don't need to be if we're not choosing any of the trends. Okay, that's the bottom line. All right, friends, stick around, enjoy today's show, and let's talk all about trends coming in in 2023 and the trends that are leaving. Enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is, but our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget, like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style, where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. All right, friends, the trend predictions are in. They might have been in for about a month or so, but as I was doing a lot of my research to decide which ones to share with you, I left scratching my head because I felt like I was on a roller coaster. I felt like one source was telling me one thing and another was telling me another and then another was telling me something entirely different altogether. And so how do you narrow that down when you are an average real mama with a real house and a real budget and you're trying to narrow down to know and understand what all of these trends are and what they all mean? Well, I have really good news for you. It doesn't really matter honestly. We're just going to skip to the chase. It just doesn't matter. What matters most and what I've been saying from the very beginning is that your home is a canvas for storytelling. It is and it should reflect you. And if your home does not reflect you, that in and of itself is the problem. Not that you're not following the latest trend, not that you're not choosing to paint your walls the latest Pantone color of the year, not any of that. If your home lacks personality from your own doing because you don't add your personality, your story into it, into the design, then that's fixable, quite honestly. But if it doesn't follow the latest trend, if it's not boho when boho's hot or farmhouse when farmhouse is hot, I'm shrugging my shoulders, you can't see me. Who cares? Who cares? No one cares. If you don't love farmhouse style, fantastic, great. By the way, it's on its way out. But here we go. Are you ready? Let me tell you first where trends come from. This is no surprise to you. Trends come from all the places we are influenced by. 
right? We are influenced by social media. We're influenced by media in general. So TV shows, I wouldn't say books we read, but maybe TV shows, reality TV shows, influencers. We're influenced by all of that. We're influenced by fashion. We're influenced by all of the places where if you really come to think about it, these people are changing their minds and opinions as often as they change their underwear. So if we're being influenced and the trends we are putting on a pedestal in our home's designs for the year, if we follow those trends, we're going to be changing our, our minds so quickly that we are going to end up having whiplash. Okay, you can really get a sense of what I, how I feel about trends and trend setting and following them, right? You get a sense. But let's talk about the things that are leaving that I do think we might want to pay attention to, the things that are staying that I do think we might want to pay attention to. And then I'm going to throw in some really funny ones that I just thought were cute and by golly, you need to call me if you're going to think about putting it into your home. Okay, are you ready? (laughs) Okay, some of the things that we see, and we meaning designers everywhere, and I am putting myself in this camp, but I'll let you know if I don't agree with it. Now, when I was doing my research, I wasn't choosing to research beautiful walls from willynillynetty.com. I wasn't choosing to research from sites like I like pretty homes and I cannot lie.com. I wasn't choosing them from there. They're coming from places like Architectural Digest, New York Times, Martha Stewart Living, HGTV, Better Homes and Gardens, Apartment Therapy. You get the picture. Veranda, House Beautiful. They're coming from people who have been in the business for a very, very long time and they might know a thing or two. And that's why I was so surprised at how, not willy-nilly, I don't want to say willy-nilly, but how random it felt like these trends were this year, how roller coasty they were, and how kind of all over the map they were. Everyone had a very, very different opinion, but there were some that repeated themselves. So let's start there. The trends that are going out, or not even trends because they've been around for a while, these are not going to be a surprise to you because some of these I actually mentioned last year, and I waited on them last year and I gave you an opinion, and I'm going to do the same this year. So the first thing are gray walls. Yeah, gray walls. And you know who is happiest about this? Mr. Fig and Farm. He is so happy about it. In fact, he was over gray walls when we painted our gray walls 11 years ago. (laughs) We live in the Pacific Northwest where it is gray pretty much 75% of the year. When you look outside, it might be gray. And if it's not gray, it is a vibrant blue and it's gorgeous. By the way, come visit during those times. But other times of the year, it's pretty gray. And so having gray walls on the inside wasn't really what we wanted to do, what he wanted to do. He's super thrilled. Gray walls are on their way out. What are they being replaced by? I mentioned this last year because gray walls have had one foot out the door for at least three years, maybe even four, maybe even five. But we're really starting to see it, really starting to, you're starting, if you look on Pinterest, on Instagram, you are definitely going to be seeing the shift away from the lights and brights, which is another thing too, but gray walls definitely fall into that. What is it being replaced by? A light and subtle beige, honestly. And this is something that was replacing it last year as well. And that is still holding true. I painted a few years ago, before this trend was even a trend, I painted our playroom wall 
the most gorgeous beige color. It's Accessible Beige by Sherwin-Williams. It is so airy and warm and non-gray, and it's such a lovely neutral, and it is absolutely not the tan, the beige of the late 1990s, early 2000s. Forget the cafe mocha, forget the latte, forget the cappuccino, or whatever latte coffee-colored color that is called. This is lovely. And you're going to be seeing that. In, ch- in fact, here's what I want you to do. You have homework in this episode. I want you to pop over to Instagram. I want you to pop over to Pinterest. And I want you to just type in living rooms of 2023 and see what pictures pop up. And I bet you're going to see beige. But the other colors that are coming in, you may have already noticed that moodier, deeper, saturated colors are coming in. These, these colors really can envelop a room and make them feel so incredibly cozy. And this actually set the stage a couple years ago when we brought in cottage core. Do you remember this? The cottage core design style that was actually more of a lifestyle. And if you have no clue what I'm talking about, that's okay. You'll get a kick out of the idea that I actually grew up in cottage core um, era. I didn't know there was no such thing as cottage core back then. That's just how little Miss Danny grew up. <laughs> and you can learn all about that in episode number 15. Another trend leaving that I don't think we should be surprised by because farmhouse is on its way out. And I think we've all seen it kind of have its moment. And now it's transitioning into more modern farmhouse if it's staying at all. But that is shiplap. And shiplap, though it can be a really fun texture on your wall, and I don't think you need to tear it down, is definitely resorting back to the idea of if it is a natural component, a natural architectural detail to your home, awesome. If it's not, we don't need to add it. So now, does that mean that we all need to take our sledgehammer and tear down every wall? Nope, not at all. Can you modernize the shiplap you have? Absolutely. You can paint it a really fun color. You can paint it a more modern black. You can paint it even one of those deep and moody saturated colors that are enveloping rooms so well and making them so cozy. So don't tear it down, but you can think about modifying it. Another thing that is leaving, and I don't think I'm surprised by it, is boho. The boho style that swooped onto the scene a couple years ago with all of the kind of free-formed living. It just felt like we were on vacation. In any boho picture, it felt like vacation. Now, what I want to remind you, though, is this. Boho is composed of a lot of natural elements, furniture that had a lot of naturally woven pieces to it, rattan, wicker, straw, that sort of thing. And I do have to say that those things are still staying. The natural elements that's still a thing, but they're changing it up instead of being so heavily, heavily, heavily boho. I think you're going to see it a little bit more intentionally interspersed with design rather than so concentrated. So again, if you have boho and you just transformed one entire room and you want to follow a trend, don't get rid of it all. Just intersperse it a little bit with the things that you already own. Okay. Another thing that is leaving are white kitchens. Again, All of these things have had one foot out the door for a while and are just, now maybe their knee is out too. 
Now maybe their hip is out. They're just kind of edging their way out. But we have seen this for a couple years where white kitchens, all white kitchens are being replaced. First, it was with kitchens that had dark lowers and white uppers. And now we're seeing lots of vibrant colors in the kitchens. Lots of cabinetry changing where it's going from white to bright. How fun and playful is that? This, however, can be a really big expense if you're not doing it on your own. And if you are doing it on your own, it can be one of those cautionary tales where you might bite off more than you can chew. Can you learn to do it? Absolutely. It's something that is definitely learnable. Something that I teach how to paint furniture and redo, restore furniture, including kitchen cabinets, but it's something that you want to start small with. So if you are thinking you want to pop onto this trend, make sure you go to Goodwill, go to a thrift store, go to the local dump and find something first that you can practice on and do that about 25 times before you, before you tackle the kitchen cabinets. Another thing that says it's leaving, but I'm kind of shocked it's on this list because I feel like it has been out for about two years now are mosaic tiles. All of those really fun Moroccan tiles that really came onto the scene in the farmhouse, the height of the Chip and Joanna Gaines Fixer Upper Show, all of those mosaic tiles, those are on their way out or already out. Another repeat from last year, which is also something that I have been saying from the very beginning of this podcast, one of the things that is out or on their way out are cheap replicas. This was something I mentioned last year, and instead of having cheap replicas, they are being replaced by the good old stuff. You know, the vintage finds, the things that you might find at a flea market, things that might be hand-me-downs from grandma and grandpa, things you might find in the attic at Aunt Margaret's. These wonderful little pieces that are furniture or knickknacks or something that has a little bit of story, a little bit of history, a little bit of patina, a little bit of wear and tear. Don't be afraid of a teeny tiny little scratch. Don't be afraid of a little bit of a wood tone that looks like it's been used and loved. That's what the trends are saying. Old is new and mixing old and new is even better. And that's a trick. Can you do it? You absolutely can do it. Right now, I'm going to tell you, I wrote a blog, a couple blog articles about how you can mix old and new, and I'm going to link those in the show notes so that you can know that yes, it is possible. This is my absolute favorite way to style a home is to use and mix old pieces and new furnishings so that you can make it look and feel storied, put together, and like it is an absolute reflection of you. All right. The other thing that is leaving, and this might really go for people who are building homes or on the search for a new home, and that is open concept. What do you think about that? Open concept homes that we were all clamoring over a few years ago. Now people are, the design experts are saying, wanting to have more enclosed spaces. They're wanting to have their walls back, not necessarily enclosed rooms, but I was going to say enclosures. We are not a zoo, but enclosed spaces, rooms that feel like they are, are a little bit more intentional. And this makes sense, especially with the trend of cozy spaces, that cozy feeling of being enveloped by a saturated color. That makes a lot of sense to me that you would want to have a room that is a little bit more closed because it's hard to do. It's hard to make a, a space feel so really cozy when you have 
a ginormous space. I mean, think about a schoolroom, a warehouse. Think about that. Creating that and making that feel cozy, that can be really tricky. And of course, I'm being really dramatic by saying, picture a warehouse. I don't know any warehouse that's cozy, but you get the idea. It's a grand open space. And so to make that and transform that into a space that feels cozy can be a little tricky. So that makes sense to me. All right. So those are some of the things that are going out and some of the things that they're predicting. The design experts, the fancy pants designers who know a thing or two about it, what are they predicting? All right. There are so many. Remember, there were so many that they kind of contradicted themselves at times. So I'm just going to rattle them off. Here we go. Dirty colors. That's coming in. (laughs) That one made me laugh. I think what they mean is moody and saturated when we're thinking about those enclosed spaces and we feel those moody colors that make the space feel warm and enveloped. That's moody. Dirty. No one wants a dirty wall. They need to rethink their wording. (laughs) Another thing is inviting textures and textiles. And that, my friends, is always on trend. So make sure that you are adding layers and depth and texture anytime. The more texture, the better. This one I am all about. Large butler style pantries. Oh my goodness, that is in my dream home. If I could get one, if I could design one, I've even thought about how can I transform my space right now to have a butler pantry? I don't know. I just can't do it. But if you have one, lucky, lucky girl. Wallpaper, that's still a thing. I've seen things that say only in little powder rooms, and I've seen things that say just in enclosed spaces. Natural materials, we already mentioned that one, but especially things like wood tones. Now, mixing wood tones is tricky, so we'll do an episode on that coming up, but wood tones and lighter wood tones, but not necessarily because when you mix old and new, you have some of those darker ones. Mixed era decorating is something that is super popular and that is a concept that I've been repeating for years the mixing the old and the new that is definitely on trend and I don't think is ever going to go anywhere it is super super stylistic this one you are going to absolutely love also thank you to whichever source it is I found this from because this is proving Fig and Farm at Home's point over and over and over again a thousand times and this is personality driven design thank you thank you so much if your home lacks your personality i don't know can we just i don't even know i don't even know i'm just gonna not even say a thing if you are not decorating your home to reflect your personality i don't even know just call me please just call me. Let's have a chat. And if you're not sure how to do it, let me teach you. Let me show you. I would love to help you find your style and showcase that in a way that makes sense for you and your family. And you can do it on a budget. I would love to help you book that call. By the way, friends, I only have, I only reserve five, five of those calls each month because sister has things to do. If you want to have one of those calls, I encourage you to book them. There are a couple more open for January, but February is already open. So make sure you're booking that call if you're wanting to get started. Another thing that is really, that was repeating itself over and over and over on lots of sites were sustainable homes, eco-friendly homes, green homes, sustainable living, an emphasis on that. And I don't think that is going to go anywhere. I think as we advance in technology, that is just going to continue to advance for us. So 
uh, put your game face on because that is something that we should probably all be striving for someday. Another thing that kind of echoes this is more minimalistic living or more simplistic. Things not just for things sake, but intentional pieces, intentional decor, basically getting rid of all the extra, getting rid of all of the excess. Colorful palettes, that was something that I saw repeated in a couple places, and I love that. That's going to show up in art deco pieces, decorating pieces that are going to be popping onto shelves and things like that. Art deco, we're going to see lots of geometric shapes mixed with 2023 vibrant colors. So you can kind of think Palm Springs-ish. This one was really fun, especially in light of what I just did in my laundry room this summer is decorated laundry rooms. And girl, hey, if you are like me, we are spending hours and hours in the laundry room each week. So make that space a space that you enjoy being in. Seriously, you will thank yourself. Every time I go in, I think, how can it pos be possible that my laundry room is the cutest room in the house? It makes me smile. It makes me enjoy literally doing the laundry and if nothing else <laughs> that was reason enough to transform it by the way i did it all on a 400 budget so it is possible using a lot of leftover materials i had at home mixing paint to get the paint color i wanted using stencils rather than wallpaper all the things so it is possible i'm going to put a link in there too so you can see how i did that another thing i this is a contradictory piece to me one is rounded sofas those we've been seeing for the last couple years but i also saw some place that there is a source that is quietly quitting those that the they're wanting more structure and more clean lines not necessarily round sofas so this one i don't know this i think it's going to stay for a little while i think it's going to it is definitely not going to be here long term it is going to be on its way out sooner rather than later but it is here for the moment. Now, in light of that, caught wind too of the era. Are you ready? This is very vintage, very mini Danny, 1980s on the scene in our homes. All right, that makes sense if we're having curved sofas. That feels very 1980s to me. <laughs> Maybe a little bit earlier than that, but really kind of funky. So yeah, 1980s. I'm not so sure about that, but that's what they say. And I did see contradictory messages too in, in terms of many offices in the homes are out, but I also saw that home offices are in. So I, I don't know. I'm scratching my head. I'm not, I'm just not even sure what that means. I do think that there are people who are going back into offices so the home office isn't necessarily as much of a priority and maybe those little nooks that we created all in 2020 aren't as necessary as they were back then but I do still think that having a designated space for office work is a thing and I think making it functional making it purposeful making it intentional making it beautiful I think that is still very much a thing. And then one that I'm not entirely sure, I need to do a little research on this to see what it is that they mean, but wellness is a key in home design in 2023. I don't know what that means. Are they bringing in water coolers? Are they making yoga rooms? Are they making spaces where they can have their punching mats? I, I don't know what this means. So I am going to do some research. I'm going to figure that out and get back to you. And if you know, here's your next set of homework. Let me know by popping it into the Facebook group and tell me the trend of an emphasis on wellness in 2023 home design. What in the heck does that mean? 
because we all want to be well. All right, friends, with that, I am going to sign off and leave you to it. All of the 2023 home design trends of the year predicted by so many different places it was hard to keep track of, so many different opinions, and definitely some that I'm on board with and some that I'm not. By the way, I need to tell you two more things, three more things. One, statement, statement stone is in, in the kitchen as backsplash, replacing subway tile. Another, okay, call me if you are thinking about this, please call me. Red marble. That one is definitely a, you might love it for a minute, but let's maybe make a cutting board rather than a kitchen counter. Call me if that is something that you're wanting to do, because I do want to make sure that you know that this is not going to last for a while. And then the last one, I can't even remember. There were so many floating through the air, so many that I was grasping at, so many that had very different opinions that it was really hard to keep track of and draw a linear line to connect all the dots. So friends, what do you think about these? I want to hear your opinion. Pop on over to our Facebook group to let us know. We want to have a conversation about it with you after the show. What do you think? Is there a trend that you would like to try? Is there a trend that you already have in your home? Is there something that you are thinking, oh, good riddance, I can't wait for this to be gone. I was ready for it to be gone, just like Mr. Figgin Farm was ready for the gray walls to be gone before we painted them. Is there something like that for you in this? But again, I want to make sure that you know that whether it is a trend or not, it doesn't really matter. Remember, what matters most is that you love coming home at the end of a long day, that you love the home that you've created for your family, the space that you create so that you can really dive in and pour into the relationships you're building, whether they are people with people who are living within the same four walls as you or the people you are inviting over. That is the priority. And if you love it, even if it is red marble, and I'm saying no red marble, then you love it. And that is what matters. That is what matters. Is your personality shining through and is it reflected somewhere in your home on the surface, shining back at you and saying, this is me. And if it is a job well done, and if it is not, I encourage you to book a call so that we can get started and make 2023 a year where you're not chasing the trends, but you are chasing having and creating a home that really speaks your language, that showcases to everyone that your home is a priority, that the people living there are a priority, and that you can't wait to invite people over, share your space with others, so that you can nurture them well in the home you created. All right, friends, until next time, I'll see you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.